A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. This is the Beautiful Game segment with Neil Humphreys, award-winning author of the new paper, columnist here on Money FM 89.3. Big story over the last few days, Usain Bolt. His fairy tale is over with the Central Coast Mariners. He's moving on. He's not going to be signed by the club. His trial period is officially over. So he's a free agent. Yeah, fairy tale. <laughs> they thought they were getting Cinderella. Turns out it was one of the ugly sisters. Right? Touch like a trampoline. I'm going to use that all the time. Yes, that, from one of his A-League rivals. That uh, was from, that was Andy from someone, yeah, someone within the A-League. Yeah, place of Perth Glory. That's it. Who should be supporting Touch like a touch like a serial killer. But um, no, it was never going to work. Not necessarily for the reasons of talent and pedigree, although that would be a reason. It ended up being money. He was just being unrealistic, Jason. $3 million, I believe, his agent wanted. Yeah, That's absurd. And I think they wanted to offer him around the minimum salary, one hundred and fifty to $180,000 yeah. um, per year. So there was a huge gap. I mean, I guess they would have made money from commercial They would reasons. have done their sums. They would have done their sums and calculated. Maybe they'd make a million bucks, 1.5. But even, you know, a man of Usain Bolt's stature is not going to generate $3 million plus in soccer to use yeah. their words, soccer revenue in Australia. It's not going to happen. Mm. If, for argument's sake, he happened to be a sensational rugby player or a sensational Aussie rules footballer, yeah. it might have been possible. But yeah. not in soccer, not in Australia. Yeah, we did see uh, Jared Hain going from rugby league to the NFL. Uh, that was a few years ago. I think it was the San Francisco 49ers. That's happened a few times. Yeah, it's happened a few times. But the difference with him was that it wasn't a kicking role. It was actually a running back yeah. role. And that was obviously got more potential because of the size of the markets. Of course. You know. uh, so that's uh, Usain Bolt uh, moving on. I wonder if we're going to see him turn up in Asia, perhaps. Oh, look, we had Jermaine Pennant, <laughs> and he had one leg, and Usain Bolt has got two. He yeah. just can't kick with either of them, but at least he's got two working legs, and Jermaine Pennant managed to get a whole season on one leg, so anything is possible. Yeah, yeah. I hope not. Mm. I hope not, because I already fear that we've had too many clownish, circus-like, freak-like signings, and we're going to move to one with the Philippines, that I think are tokenistic, and it just shows that Southeast Asia is still a little bit too intoxicated with the cult of celebrity, rather than seeing what can this person actually give us at a fundamental sporting level. Well, that's a great segue to our next item on the Beautiful Game segment with Neil Humphreys. Sven-Joran Eriksson, the former England manager and also worked in the Premier League and also Serie A walked all around the world. He is the new Philippines boss uh, for the Suzuki Cup, and he will actually coach the Philippines against Singapore in the upcoming Southeast Asian tournament. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's <laughs> utterly absurd. I'd rather have Usain Bolt <laughs> as the coach of the Philippines. You know, at least you could bring him on as a second-half substitute and find a, <laughs> find a Filipino relative in his family or something. I think it's preposterous. The signs are there. Terry Butcher... 50-day stay, former England captain. 50-day stay at the Philippines as their manager. Now, Terry Butcher is not inundated with job offers. I'm being polite, right? he's yesterday's man. He's from another era. Very much so. And he was probably getting a nice, easy pay packet to do his job for the Philippines. But even he, after 50 days, said, this is untenable. Mm. It was him who Mm. walked away. Mm. I can't do what needs to be done. I can't even put down the basic infrastructure, a plan, a template, whatever you want to call it. I can't even do the basics of management. What does that, no disrespect, Mm. but what does that tell you about the setup there? Ericsson is coming for an easy payday. Keep him away from the women, right? He's coming for an easy payday. The man hasn't had a successful role 
arguably, since England. And I would say... That was a qualified success. I would say they got to the quarterfinals in the World Cup in spite of Ericsson, not because mm, of him. Because it's a great squad. Yeah, it was, it was a golden generation. They should have got to the semi-finals at minimum. I have met Ericsson more than once, and I met him here in Singapore. Yeah. I interviewed him, mm-hmm. Jason, with David Beckham. It was like a teenage groupie sitting next to Harry Styles. He <laughs> was a nodding dog. Everything David Beckham uh, said, he just oh kept nodding dear. away. You would never think their relationship was manager and player. Whatever David Berick, uh, David Beckham, can't even say his name. Beckham. the most famous footballer in the world. Yes. If he said, you know, I need to go to the toilet, Ericsson would go for him. Really? Right? It was the most awkward thing I've ever seen. Mm. I believe that Ericsson's lack of control and his sort of subservience to the fame led to the wags. Mm. It led to the, in, in Baden-Baden, in Germany, the whole fiasco of 2006. It led to England failing. Mm. It led to too many players playing past their prime. Yep. He went to Leicester City. We mentioned uh, Leicester City. Uh, he went there. He was fired within mm. a year. Yep. He was terrible. He bought players like Paul Koncheski and, you know, despite... He did the buy Casper f- pa- I'll give him Michael. Yeah, yeah. He bought Michael, but he also bought a lot of dross. Yes, he did. Didn't succeed there. Went to China. Mm. Easy pay packets. Mm. Fired again. Did okay, though, for a while. The Shanghai Not in the last SIPG. club. Not the last club. Like Shenzhen. Nine, Shenzhen. Uh, yeah, nine club, nine match loss. Yeah, but he did quite well at Shanghai SIPG, but they have a, a lot of resources. Yeah, they have a lot of resources. That's right. Easy payday. He's been out of work for 18 months. The women's situation has probably dried up. So he's thought, I'll come to Philippines. I've got a nice, easy pay packet before the holidays. It's an easy job for him. And I just wish, and I saw a column you wrote, actually, uh, with an interesting quote from uh, Scott O'Donnell, who's former mm, actually coach yeah. and player. And I agree with Scott completely. That money, and it will be an absurd amount of money mm-hmm. for a short-term gig, could have been invested wisely into grassroots. Look, what does Ericsson know about the Filipino team, the youth players, the young players? What does he know about Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Myanmar? He knows nothing. Niet. Niet, niet, knowing nothing, right? <laughs> nothing at all. Why can't you just bring in a guy? It doesn't have to be a Filipino guy, but it could be a guy with regional experience, mm, yeah. somebody who understands regional football. I think it's a celebrity thing. I think it's the managerial equivalent of Us- Usain Bolt. I think he's the Jermaine Pennant of Southeast. <laughs> East Asian management. It's a silly, crass celebrity move. Big mistake, according to Neil Humphreys, Fenyor and Ericsson coming in as Philippine coach on the six They're probably with it now. Probably Suzuki Cup and also the Asian Cup in, in January. This has been our beautiful game segment here on Money FM 89.3 with Neil Humphreys.